Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 25 with Brandon Phoenix. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter. Tweeting on Twitter. You can find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook. You know? You on the Facebook? Did you go through Facebook today and see a killer cornbread casserole recipe? That did not come from the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page, but it's it does exist. Worth checking out. You can follow the show there. Hit the blue thumb. Follow me on Facebook. Interview. Less of me, more of somebody more interesting. And this time, another person marked off the dream podcast guest list, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pitt. He joined me on this episode. He is half of the Raspy Voice Kids Hell West Virginia podcast. The other Raspy Voice kid, Jeremy Phoenix, joined me on off-season episode 21. So listen to this first. Go back if you haven't listened to off-season episode 21 and check out my conversation with Jeremy. But Brandon made my dream podcast list like Jeremy because of their podcast, how they represent this state. They're from Parkersburg. They they started their podcast less than two years ago, and they have over 100,000 followers on Facebook. They have gotten uh, people from the Final Four team on the podcast. And they get great interviews. They talked to Pat McAfee a few weeks ago. They they are getting it done. And they are an inspiration to what I'm doing. And Brandon has been super nice to me and has supported this podcast and said nice things. So it was a blast to be able to talk with Brandon. And so without further ado, here's that conversation with Brandon Phoenix. Brandon Phoenix. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Okay, good. Good. Brandon Phoenix, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm in the building, man. Not directly, but virtually. <laughs> Here to talk about the West Virginia men's basketball team. Can't wait to do it, man. Can't Thank wait to do so it. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Hey, thanks for inviting me, man. Thanks for putting me on your list. Thanks for asking me, and thanks for being patient with my schedule. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. So excited. So right to the questions, you do the podcast with your brother, Jeremy. What's your favorite part of doing the Hell West Virginia podcast? Talking, man. I never shut up. (laughs) That's all I do is talk. Plus, at my other job, they don't let me drink on the job. So, you know, it's nice to be able to have a drink. Right, sure. They, They get super weird. At a children's hospital, if you have a drink, I don't know what their problem That's is. Weird, but for some reason they just they frown on it, man. They frown on it. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, it stifles me a right, little bit. Sure, sure. And I I love the podcast. Uh, big fan, and and really enjoy what you guys are doing. Uh, on social media, I enjoy what you do. Your alias is I also hate Pitt. That's not an alias, man. That's my core personality. That's that's who I am. Uh, so be- being that that's you, is there any sports scenario where you would root for the University of Pittsburgh? That is a good question. I've been asked that. I've considered it several times. If my children's lives were at risk, 
and it hinged on Pitt winning, I could find a way to root for them. Um, if it guaranteed West Virginia a national championship of any sort. Um, if probably if it guaranteed West Virginia any kind of championship, so a Big 12 championship, regular season or postseason in basketball, regular season or championship game in football, um, or national championship, of course, final four playoff berth, any of those kinds of scenarios, but it would only have to like exceed any possible happiness that Pitt could actually gain from it. Right. Right. Now that makes they'd sense. have to be miserable. They'd have to be miserable that they helped us <laughs> at the end of the game. It'd have to be so bad that they almost throw the game. Like that's the only scenarios. In, those are the only scenarios in which I, I well, I knew because they're disgusting. Sure, I know it takes a lot to, to come up with a scenario, but I think you thought it out. I, I know that that's, uh, that's something that's important. So, um, now, Jeremy was on this podcast a few weeks ago, and he said that you would win in a one-on-one game of basketball. He conceded that. What competition? Right now? <laughs> now and back in the day. He, he- no, not now. I don't, I don't know about now. Now, I don't know. I, I think Jeremy – back in the day, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy was good, but back in the day, yeah, me for sure. But So, uh, what, now- what competition would Jeremy be the favorite in now and at your athletic peaks? No, I mean, like, now Jeremy could beat me in anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy could beat me in anything now. And even back then, Jeremy could play. Like, Jeremy, I wasn't like, you know, it wouldn't be like I would, like, destroy him and shut him out or anything. But, uh, you know, I'm 6'2", he's 5'10". That helps me, right? He's 5'11", or whatever. That helps. It makes it harder for him, you know, um, you know, in any sports scenario. But Jeremy was always – I mean, like, I was really competitive. And anybody, will tell you, anybody who knew us, like, back in the day will tell you, I was really competitive. Jeremy – even more competitive than me, if if that's possible. <laughs> that's amazing. So I mean, he was yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy's a good match in, in pretty much anything. But if he, I guarantee you, he'll tell you beach volleyball. He got me. In oh beach wow! Volleyball. <laughs> you have to have, you have to have him back on the show so you can ask him about that or ask him on <laughs> I, Twitter. Well, like when when we talk beach volleyball, I think about Top Gun, and then it's it's yeah. interesting from there. Like you and Jeremy versus Goose and Maverick. Who wins that contest? Well, it depends on how much baby oil is used. That's the first <laughs> question I have: is how much baby oil is being used? And, massive uh, amounts. Just yeah, assume like, massive amounts of baby oil. And are yeah. we getting? And are we getting pre or post Scientology Tom Cruise in this scenario? Like that's what I need. No, to know. we're getting. Those we're getting first... uh, mid eighties Maverick Tom Cruise. Okay, so then Jeremy and I will destroy <laughs> those. I mean, Tom Cruise is a pit squeak. He's like five foot one, man. Like, there's no chance. He's putting anything know, over the net. No, that's us. Goose's Nothing. job. That's fair. I mean, he's digging. He's digging out everything, and and Goose is the one that's that's bringing the slams. So I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm not saying who's going to win that. I just think it's interesting to hear who you think would win. Yeah, Jer- the Raspy Boys kids, son. <laughs> Raspy Boys kids, you done all day, I love every day. You all don't lack confidence. It's something I aspire. Well, to. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so. Next question, seventh year, West Virginia, this is his seventh year in the Big 12 experience. Are you used to this? Are you used to being in the Big 12 conference playing in Ames, Iowa and and Lubbock, Texas? Are you used to this experience? I'm used to it. I'm used to it. I am. um, Now, you you know, I I don't I haven't gotten to travel the Big 12 like I would like to have. 
because I have small children and they're just not getting to the age where I can travel the way right. I want to. Um, you know, as far as going to games and things, so I haven't gotten the full experience yet to really appreciate it. Uh, and since we started the show, like I was not a social media person, but once we started the show, like you see now, I'm on social media twenty four seven pretty much. Um, and so I've gotten to know some of these other fan bases. Like I learned what Emaw meant just last year, right? You know, I learned about the tortillas that Texas Tech throws just last year. Um, so I'm just now really learning the conference, but it feels like home. And all these people who talk about us going other places, the travel sucks, but the money doesn't. The money's coming in. The, yeah, the, I, the checks it, are cashing. It, the checks are cashing, and you can see the the, the difference it's making in Morgantown on, on campus with the facilities upgrades through all sports, you know, not just, I mean, from – from wrestling to soccer to uh, gymnastics, basketball, football, of course. Um, so people talk about even adding teams. I don't. I like having ten teams. Everybody plays everybody in all sports. You have a home and home in basketball. Love that, I love that. Right? Um, and yeah, I mean, and the, and the money's right, and I just like it as long as you can convince the television station to whatever other methods of consumption that will be used in the future to pay us the same kind of money that we're making now and it stays competitive. And I'm all about keeping just 10 teams. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it feels right. There's a lot of the, there's a lot about the culture that seems to match WVU. It's just the geography. Right. No, I agree on the culture. I, I feel like some of the fan bases, Iowa state's fan base, we're playing Texas tech and football this week. I feel like there's a lot of similarities, but as far as, rivalries and i'm sure they're going to develop but seven years in who's who's west virginia's rival in the conference i don't see one i mean in basketball you'd say kansas but everybody's going to say kansas because they're top dog right and in football same thing is oklahoma you'd say oklahoma but again you know we don't beat oklahoma like at least in basketball we beat kansas uh but in football we haven't even beaten oklahoma since we joined the conference i don't think we have a rival there are people who would look at, you know, TCU maybe because we've had close games with them. Um, we've had controversial calls with them. It's been frustrating situations. Or Texas Tech because of the relationships you have um, in football, like with family, uh, with Jake Spavital and his brother being a coach at Texas Tech, Dana and the relationship he has with Kingsbury. Um, and, and then, you know, basketball. Yeah, I just – I don't – we don't have – there's nobody that I look at the schedule and think, man, we have to beat them or I'm not going right. to be happy. I just want to win. I just want to win championships right. in the big. No, game. I'm with you. No, there, there's pros. So, it's just it. For me, it's still weird. It's just like, yeah, we're going to we're going to Manhattan, Kansas. It's like I don't. Not that you don't get excited for it, because like you said, the money's right and everything's important, and the goal is to win championships. But it's just, it's I'm not there yet. Well, no, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever have the the vitriol that I have for Virginia right. Tech. For Pitt, even even Syracuse, you know, in basketball points at two three zone that, that Bayham would run and the cheating that they did, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> got to throw that in there. Can't forget the cheating. Right. And uh, anyway, but you know, I, I, I there was this there was this there was this uh, you know, and of course I'm 35, so I grew up through the heyday of WVU sports. You know, from the Final Four, um, you know, the runs with Huggy since we've since he's been here, Beelines before that, uh, and then of course what football has done. Um, so, you know, I, I, my, my golden years, you know, as far as being in my late teens, early twenties, uh, and WVU's golden years seem to coincide. And so Big East football, Big East basketball, Madison Square Garden for the tournament, you know, that those are my memories and those are my heart, my passion. Like when I think about what really moved me 
And, of course, you just the natural geographical historical rivalries with Pitt, with Virginia Tech. Right. Um, you know, right. Th- those yeah. you, can't, you can't manufacture that in seven years. I don't care how much money is at stake. I don't care what is said on the Internet in beefs with the advent of Barstool or these uh, chat rooms, you know, or smack rooms. There's no way to manufacture that, you know. It takes time, though. What's real, was not. And, Biggie, and you know, enough, Biggie told us what beef is. I mean, you know, Biggie told us what beef is. And I, and as far as I'm concerned, seven years in, we, we don't have beef. We don't have beef no, with we anybody. Don't. We'll get it. We'll find the beef. Um, so, here's my basketball question. Beeline leaves WVU. We get the news that Bob Huggins is on board. What was your initial reaction to that news? Are you kidding me? I mean, I was ecstatic. To be fair, I wasn't sure if Huggy still had what he had in Cincinnati with the Kenyon Martin days, the Nick Van Exel days, right? But he had been impressive with what he did recruiting class-wise, getting Michael Beasley and Walker and, Pat, you know, those guys, you know, out there to Manhattan, the Little Apple. So I was ecstatic, you know, to get to get Bobby Huggins back to have, you know, to have uh, – I don't want to say prodigal son because it wasn't like that, but guy who was part of the fabric of your university to come back home and him want to be there and for him to be a marquee name, um, that was a big deal. I was excited too. People were nervous about, you know, graduation rates and, and things like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, stop who it. Who cares? Who cares? That's we're going to get wins. Listen, we're listen, listen get wins. We're, not, we're, we're not Michigan. We don't, we're not Michigan. We don't do that garbage, okay? Michigan worries about GPAs. And it's all bogus. It's all facade. If you're worried about GPAs, then compete in uh, then compete in the classroom. Compete in research. That's where you need to spend your time. Don't talk to me about GPAs in sports because nobody actually cares about right. that. What they care about is wins. If you win and you have a good GPA, great. Now, I want kids to graduate. I don't want to exploit these young right. men, and I don't want to exploit young women. But I'm not going. I'm not. Nobody is sitting in the stands because because. Um, Beetle got a 3.5 right. last year, right? Like, nobody's in the stands because Logan Rouse going to graduate with a four-point. Like, no, that's not why anybody's right. there. Nobody buys season tickets for that reason. It's, it's, and so, well, you know, you that's, a, that's that. a very – There a, was some of that, and that's – yeah, but you got to get down to – and, you know, not surprisingly to me, but, you know, Huggins Huggins was magna cum laude. He, he was a grades guy, and he's come in, and, and they do fine on that. So you don't even have that argument now. No, he's done an excellent job. I mean, there's nothing – Bob Huggins is beyond reproach. Not that he was perfect throughout his career, but his time in Morgantown is beyond he's a reproach. Man. Especially when you look at these – especially when you look at these scandals that have happened, it's so refreshing to be able to say, look, we have been successful. We are successful. We are a marquee program. We have a soon-to-be, way-overdue Hall of Fame coach, and he's clean as a whistle. And investigation after investigation proves it. That's right. All right, let's move to so, let's move to the speed round. I really appreciate your time. Here we go. Um, you're going on a one month trip. You can only bring and listen to one album. What would it be? Lauren Hill, Miss Education, of Lauren oh Hill. God, are you serious? Yeah, dead serious. I, I'm not. I'm not saying this to suck up or what. I mean, it's that's mine. It's it's absolutely would be my number one. That's amazing. It's hard to beat, man. You get hip hop, you get R and B, you get a little bit of uh, you get a little bit of everything. You get real, uh, and it won all kinds of Grammys, and then of course she didn't make any albums after. That. No, that's that's <laughs> so, that's the Lauryn Hill but, album, and it it holds up twenty years later. It's 
can't believe you said that. Yeah, no, it's no, it's fantastic. Like I just, yeah, without question. I mean, I, I didn't even have to think about it. All right, um, eat at a basketball game. Basketball game. I'm going nachos. Uh, you know, actually, um, have you ever had have you ever had a uh, 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 sandwich university? No, I know that that's a sponsor of the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. They, they are sponsor. All, but I will tell you straight up, I am not kidding. Their sandwiches are reduced. Their sandwiches are ridiculous. I took my dad there, and of course, they don't sponsor him, and he could not believe how good they were. Uh, anyway, so yeah, sandwiches is pretty great. They're at the they're at the uh, Mountaineer Field. I'm not sure if they're in the Coliseum. Okay, but yeah, that's All right. right. Um, favorite WVU basketball player in your lifetime that, that was not on the Final Four team. Favorite WVU basketball player in my lifetime that was not. On the final four team, I'm going to say, um, oh, um, Mike Gansey. Mike Gansey. Yeah, Mike Gansey. He was, I mean, his two years, it was only two years, but it was, it was an amazing two years. They were great two years. I mean, how can you forget that strip on Jordan Farmar against UCLA? Oh gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, man, to steal the game. I mean, Mike Gansey with the oversized T-shirt. I mean, just yeah, yeah. He was an original. We just go harder, Mike Gansey, Joe Mazzula, or Javon Carter. You know how the RBK feels about it. All those are all those are good answers. Okay, final question. You're in an elevator. What's your demeanor in an elevator? Are you a small talk guy? Do you just go in, stare at the numbers, get out? What's your move when you go into an elevator? Depends on who's in the elevator with me. You're not alone. There's other people in the elevator. Who's in the elevator with me? <laughs> You're not alone. There's, there's, uh, I can't tell you who's in the elevator, but there's more than one person in the elevator with you. Because I'm saying, like, like I'm sorry, I'm outside. There's a truck. So if, I'm saying, like, if I, if I, if I get in the elevator and there's a ten, then we got to make conversation. <laughs> we got to make conversation. You know, but if there's a dude, you know, my age, I might give him a nod, but I'm just, you know, <laughs> waiting till my stop. I think that's the that's the realest answer. I've, I've asked everybody on this show that question. That's the realest answer I've gotten is tell me who's on. Yeah, the I got, I got, if she's, a, if she's, a, if she's a dime, we got to talk, man. <laughs> I have to say, do you also hate Pitt? <laughs> I got to, I got to know. That's, that's amazing. Brandon. That's it, man. I really appreciate your time. You made my list because I love what you and Jeremy do. You represent the state well. You guys are fun to listen to. Your um, your voice and your enthusiasm is contagious, and I really appreciate you taking some time to, to join me on the podcast today. Hey, man, just keep making those basketball videos. I love them so much every time they come across my Instagram. Keep making those. I love them, man. Uh, I'm so, I, love, uh, I love the music selection. I love, I love everything about them. So just keep I making them. I appreciate that. Uh, there's, there's a theme. There's a lot of Kanye in those videos, but I, I'm humbled that you, uh, that you enjoyed those. So I, I will continue. Hey, man, I miss, I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> it's hard to go wrong. It's hard to go wrong. <laughs> Brandon, thank you so much. All right, brother. And uh, listen to Raspy Boys Kids. Uh, or listen to their podcast. They're on YouTube. I also hate Pitt. Brandon, thank you so much. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I need to say one last thing. Listen, if you are a WVU basketball fan, I think you're going to like next week's show. That's all Ooh. I can say. 
sneak preview. Is this the big, big news that y'all have been talking about? Or that's just, a, that's just no, a it's not. It's not. It's really not. It's not the big news, but this is big news though that's for us. That's big news to me. I will be listening. Brandon, thank you so much. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you. All right, man. Take care. Bye bye. Full transparency. I could not hear Brandon very well during that interview. And again, thank you, Brandon, for joining the podcast. You were great. I was having issues because I don't know how to use technology. There was some audio issues on my side. I couldn't hear Brandon clearly. And also, the last time I tried to have Brandon on, a few months ago, I couldn't get to the part where we were talking on Anchor. So we had to reschedule the interview until now. So with that in my mind of not wanting to waste Brandon's time again, we pushed through. I thought it turned out well, but I did have the I did have to edit the interview because a couple times I tried to fake it and it did not go well. So I'm going to play those for you. <laughs> Full transparency. So during his answer about Huggins, he asked me a question about a John Beeline tweet, and here's what happened. Huge since we were losing Beeline, who I loved. I, I, I still love John Beeline. Absolutely love Right. Respect for him. I don't know if you saw the, the tweet he put out for Mike Gandy when he, when he saw Gandy's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Did you see it? It's I don't know I don't know yeah. man I mean I, but yes uh, I... wow the incompetence on my part is just outstanding there I can't hear anything Brandon saying and so my my way to push forward is to do it <laughs> yeah uh I don't know uh, <laughs> I mean. I played that for my wife, and she said, could you not play that again? Because that made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. And it happened again. I asked, I asked Brandon later in the interview, I know he's a proud father, what was his favorite kid show, the show that his kids watch? This happened. Father of young kids, favorite show your kids are into? Yep. I like um I like Phineas and Ferb. They like Phineas and Ferb. It's a good show. <laughs> Phineas okay. and Ferb's a good show. <laughs> I was gonna let you. Are you anti Phineas and Ferb? That's unfair. Okay, okay. I thought you might and be anti Phineas and Ferb. I was like, I hear you. Wow, that was, uh, <laughs> I guess my game plan was to just laugh until I could hear Brandon. Uh, unknowingly, that sounds like I'm just laughing through his confusion. Um, but I wanted to share that with you. I thought it was funny. A little rougher, a little rougher for me listening to that than the first clip. But that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. iTunes, Google, Spotify. Radio Public, CastBox, Overcast, and more. Wherever you listen, subscribe, rate it five stars, leave a review. Those are nice things to do. 
Until next time, and next time we've got two-player profiles, the first Bob Huggins press conference in a long time, move over Alderson Broadus. There's a new exhibition opponent for November 3. So all those things and more on the next episode of Unreasonable Doubt. And until then, I'm Josh Witt. WVU for the 2018-19 season is 0-0. Zero